the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. Welcome into a Monday edition of Locked on Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell. Glad everyone is with me on this Monday. Hope everybody had an okay weekend. Oklahoma State did get a win on Saturday. We will talk about that and much, much more, previewing the Oklahoma State-Kansas game uh, today throughout the show. Reminder, this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network in the country. Head over to Locked On Podcast. You can also find Locked on Sooners and Locked on Thunder, both now with Brady Trantham, who does a great job. So check out check out Locked on Sooners and Locked on Thunder as well. Hit me up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Uh, if I don't quite sound like myself this morning, it's because I am pumped full of Dayquil and vitamins, trying to fight off what I assume is the common cold, because it is that time of the year where we are pretty much all trying to fight off uh, the common cold. It seems like. Uh, also, today is today is a heavy day. It is a really heavy day. Yesterday, the passing of Kobe Bryant shook not only the basketball world, but the, the sports world and just in general. I, I can't remember a time in my life where the death of an athlete has come so suddenly, so unexpectedly, and, and where the loss had this big of an impact, where it was such a profound loss. This, you, you know, you look at the game tonight between Oklahoma State and Kansas. These are a bunch of kids who grew up turning around and yelling Kobe as they fired crazy shots in the gym. It's 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 bigger than sports. It's bigger than basketball. It, it transcends all that. Um, this is an, an icon, a legend. Um, someone, you know, who at 41 years old is gone. And, um, you know, if you would ask me on Saturday if I would have outlived Kobe, I probably would have told you no. Co- Kobe just seemed like the kind of guy who when death knocked on his door, he would tell tell death to go away, that he had work to do. And um, it just it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's it's hard to grasp, um, you know, the loss of so many on that helicopter, in, including the loss of children, Kobe Bryant's um, daughter, as well as I, I believe one or two other young girls who were on their way to that basketball camp. So <clears throat> a tough tough day anyway, dealing with that. And today's also January 27th, which means that we remember the 10 as we do every year at Oklahoma State. It's been 19 years now since the plane crash, which took the lives of Kendall Durfee, Bjorn Falstrom, Nate Fleming, Will Hancock, Dan Lawson, Brian Lewinstra, Denver Mills, Pat Noyes, Bill Tegans, and Jared Weiberg. So we send out our thoughts and prayers to all of their families as well on a day in which the the world is, is mourning the loss of of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the others on those helicopter. We also mourn and remember the loss of the 10 who uh, passed away in the plane crash 19 years ago. So today's a heavy, heavy day. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side, and we'll talk a little bit of Oklahoma State athletics. We'll talk about the win Saturday against Texas A&M, talk about the wrestling duels this weekend, and get you ready for tonight's game against Kansas. Glad everyone is with me. Stay with me here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to Locked on Pokes, rolling along here on a Monday. Glad everyone is with me. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and take a look at Saturday's game against Texas A&M. This was a game, I told you on Friday, 
could potentially be a good matchup for a struggling Oklahoma State team because Texas A&M could not shoot the ball. Oklahoma State's offense was a problem for a while, but Oklahoma State's three-point defense had turned into a bigger problem as Oklahoma State was getting torched from beyond the arc, just making it nearly impossible for them to keep up with opponents. Texas A&M, they don't have shooters. It's not what Texas A&M does, and that bared out on Saturday in College Station as Texas A&M shot just 7 of 25 from beyond the arc. Oklahoma State shooting 8 of 19 from 3. A lot of these schools in the Big 12, you shoot 8 of 19 from 3, you're probably going to get run off the floor because the other team might make 13 or 14 three-pointers. Against Texas A&M, that was not the case. Pardon me. Against Texas A&M, that was not the case. It was, I thought, a much more even distribution of minutes. Part of that had to do because Cam McGriff got in foul trouble early, so Cam McGriff ends up playing just 17 minutes in the game on Saturday. But Caleb Boone got 17 minutes this time instead of just the seven that he had seen in the two previous games. And that didn't mean that Yorinay's minutes had to take a huge dip. Yorinay still saw 21 minutes of action. And Yorinay being productive makes such a huge difference for Oklahoma State. Uh, and he was great. On Saturday, 11 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 blocks. Uh, Oklahoma State, as a team, had a team-high 22 assists on the day on Saturday. Shot 55.1% from the floor and 73% from the free throw line. So it was Oklahoma State's best performance in a while. And hopefully this is a game that can get some momentum for Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State really needs it as, uh, you know, the Big 12 is just an absolute gauntlet. And we see it again tonight as Kansas rolls into Stillwater for Big Monday. And, you know, Kansas is without uh, a couple of guys, but that doesn't mean that Kansas is just going to come in uh, and Oklahoma State is going to be able to take down the Jayhawks. This is going to be a very tough test for Oklahoma State. Kansas will be favored uh, in this game. I need to find the line. I can probably find that without too much trouble if you give me just a couple minutes here. But uh, Kansas was able to get it done on Saturday uh, against Tennessee, 74-68. to Now, that's not a great Tennessee squad, and that was a tough game. And I believe that game, let me double check. Yeah, that game was played in Lawrence. So look, Kansas is gettable for for Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State will have to play its absolute best game. But if Oklahoma State does play its best game, Kansas is gettable. This, you you know, with the suspensions, this is not what it would have been, um, you you know, a week ago. Oklahoma State is a seven-point underdog in this game tonight. Not not an overwhelming underdog. As a seven-point dog, uh, you know, that means you're probably, what, plus 300 or so on the money line, something like that. I don't have it in front of me, but Oklahoma State has a chance, if they play well, to beat Kansas tonight, uh, which would be huge. The day after Kobe passes, the day of, remember the 10, if these guys could go out and get a big win on their home floor against the Kansas Jayhawks, uh, that would be enormous. Kansas currently, I believe, uh, is still sitting as the third-ranked team in the country uh, which I, I don't think that they've moved from that third-ranked spot in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they're still the number three-ranked team in the country. Uh, so Oklahoma State, hopefully that win against A&M on Saturday propels the Cowboys forward. Um, Oklahoma State now this week, Kansas, and then at Oklahoma on Saturday at 2 o'clock. Bedlam basketball this Saturday, uh, that's you know a big one. Oklahoma State needs to get that one against an Oklahoma team that's played pretty well. You got a one-point win over Mississippi State in the Big 12 SEC Challenge on Saturday. Uh, and the next Next week, it's TCU and Baylor. Once again, TCU at home, Baylor on the road. So uh, it's not getting any easier in the Big 12 for Oklahoma State. But hopefully, if they can continue to play the way they did on Saturday against Texas A&M, get your NA involved, first and foremost, 11 points, 9 rebounds. That's huge for Oklahoma State. 
take smart shots. Oklahoma State shot 42% from three. It's because most of the guys who were shooting them are the guys who you want shooting them. Uh, 14 attempts between Lindy, Water, Lindy Waters and Thomas DeZagua. Uh, each of them shot 50%. 3 of 6 for Lindy Waters, 4 of 8 from Thomas DeZagua. Those are the guys you want shooting most of your threes. So they combined to shoot 14. The rest of the team combined to shoot 5. You can live with that. The rest of the team only went 1 for 5. So, uh, again, further illustrating my point, the two guys you really want taking those shots are Lindy Waters and Thomas DeZagua. Isaac Likely looked better in just 30 minutes of action. Didn't need to play 38 minutes. Doesn't ever need to play 38 minutes. Guy was gassed. Uh, the, the night that he played 38. So played well in 30 minutes, 6 of 9 from the floor, 13 points. Looked good. Jonathan Laurent poured in 12 points off the bench, uh, 12 points for Thomas DeZagua, 11 for Yorane off the bench. So the bench scoring was phenomenal for Oklahoma State. Hopefully they can parlay that performance on Saturday against Texas A&M into some good performances in Big 12 play. I'm going to take one final break, come back on the other side, talk about the wrestling duels, uh, talk a little bit about what to look for from Kansas tonight, uh, and, and then I'll get out of here on a Monday. Short show today, a uh, little under the weather, and just kind of a dark day. Uh, don't have quite as much to say today that <clears throat> the passing of Kobe, the remember the 10, it's just, it's a heavy, heavy day. So um, I'm going to take a quick break, come back on the other side and uh, wrap this thing up. Stay with me here on Locked on Pokes. Welcome back. Wrapping things up here on a Monday, talking a little Oklahoma State, Kansas basketball tonight 8 o'clock big Monday on ESPN the shorthanded Jayhawks come to town to square off against Oklahoma State uh, Kansas will be without two of its regular contributors Silvio DeSouza Silvio DeSouza is out suspended for this one as is David McCormick now that does not mean that you are off the hook against the Jayhawks. You still have to deal with the likes of Devin Dotson, Udoke Azabuki, Okai Agbaji, Marcus Garrett, Isaiah Moss, uh, those five will be the, the biggest contributors for the Kansas Jayhawks. Those are the five who average more than 20 minutes per game. Dotson, Agbaji, uh, and Marcus Garrett all average more than 30 minutes per game for the number three ranked team in the country. Obviously, it's always special whenever Bill Self comes back to Stillwater being an Oklahoma State guy. Uh, so he'll be in town tonight, 8 o'clock, big Monday, Oklahoma State and Kansas. Oklahoma State's a 7 point favorite. Look, I love what the Cowboys, pardon me, Oklahoma State's a seven-point underdog to Kansas tonight on Big Monday. I love what Oklahoma State did on Saturday against Texas A&M. I thought they played really good basketball, but it's tough for me to pick the Cowboys to take down Kansas when Oklahoma State's 0-6 in the Big 12. It's just, even even a shorthanded Kansas team, it's hard to envision Oklahoma State getting its first conference win against the Kansas Jayhawks. So I'll take Kansas to win, and I'll take Kansas to cover tonight at Gallagher Arena. Don't think it gets too out of Hand, but somewhere in the 71-62 neighborhood is what I'm thinking for this one tonight <clears throat> between Oklahoma State and Kansas. Uh, also this weekend, the wrestling team for Oklahoma State headed to Iowa for a set of duels, a pair of duels, if you will, uh, and split them. So a, a somewhat of a disappointing weekend for, for an Oklahoma State wrestling program that had it rolling <clears throat> so well uh and actually it was the first one i was worried about the quick turnaround against iowa state 
on Sunday, but it was Saturday night when Oklahoma State fell 19-15 to Northern Iowa, uh, which was a tough way to start the road trip. And, you know, it, it probably made it tough to bounce back on Sunday, but bounce back on Sunday the Cowboys did with a 23-9 win over Iowa State. Remember, those are both conference duels. Northern Iowa is a conference opponent in Big 12 wrestling, so Oklahoma State went 1-1 one and one this weekend in uh, in Iowa, which, you, you know, not worst case scenario, I guess. Obviously, that would be 0-2, but a, a team that was really rolling. Uh, I know Oklahoma State was hoping and, and was favored to, to get it done in both of those uh, and will be disappointed that they dropped the one against Northern Iowa on Saturday. But uh, a lot of wrestling still to go this season. Oklahoma State still a top 10 program in the country at this point for the 2020 season. Uh, again, tonight... Kansas, 8 o'clock, get to Gallagher-Iba Arena if you can. Obviously, January 27th, big, big day um, as we remember the 10 in Stillwater. It's, it's always a big day every year. Um, t- today, as the, the entire world mourns for the loss of a basketball legend, we all continue to mourn for the loss of the 10 at Oklahoma State. Glad everyone was with me on this Monday. Short show today. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow this week. I'm actually out of town on Wednesday. So uh, Monday, Tuesday, Friday this week. I'll be back tomorrow recapping tonight's game against Kansas. Glad everyone was with me. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Pokes. <laughs>